Welcome to Destination Freedom. I'm your host, Monica Burgett. I'm a business and mindset coach, and I help other women to remove blocks, find their purpose, and build a dream life and business. This is my weekly show where I help women find inner strengths that will indeed release the power of you. Each episode is designed to help implement this change with actionable steps that will transform your life and mindset in your personal life as well as your business. Tune in every week so that I can help you achieve more freedom, allow more time with your family and friends, and gain more flexibility into your everyday busy life. It's time to discover your purpose and live your ultimate life of freedom. Now, let's get to today's show. Hey guys, um, it's good to be here. I haven't recorded an episode in a while, but I am back. I took a week-long vacation again to Costa Rica. It was an amazing trip. Um, I went last year for the first time, and I ended up falling in love with the country and the people, and so me and my sister and some friends decided that we were going to go back again this year. And I said no at first, but I realized that I normally take a good vacation every single summer whenever my daughter is out of town in Texas with her dad. And so I bit the bullet. I made the arrangements. I booked my flight. I used those lovely travel credit card points and was able to go again. And I'm so thankful that I did because it was truly an amazing week. Again, such a beautiful place. And I've learned the second time around that I just... The more and more I visit, the more and more it feels like home, and I've really been falling in love with the people and the culture and learning more about that beautiful country, and every time we go, we just seem to make um, a new friend, have amazing times, meet the most incredible people, see the most incredible beaches, so anyways, I'm really, really glad that I went, and it seems like this will become a regular yearly thing, so if anybody... Um, has ever thought about going to Costa Rica. Um, My uncle owns a villa down there. It's a beautiful, wonderful place right off the beach of Tamarindo. And if you want, you can check out my website in the show notes and see the link to the VRBO to that vacation home. He would love to have you. I would love for you to go there and experience what I do every year. So that was just a side note. I didn't even really mean to plug that in, but there you go. Um, Anyways, I'm back. I took that vacation. Um, 2018 was a rough year and 2019 kind of really like got off to an interesting start. And so I was really excited to just kind of sit back and relax. It's one of the things I struggle with most at. Um, and I just told myself I was going to rest. I told myself limited social media, no talking to anybody, just really take back, enjoy the company, enjoy the countryside. And I just had this huge plan that even though I wasn't good at rest, I was determined to make it happen. Um, And I did pretty good as far as my phone, as far as uh, social media went. uh, I was kind of MIA in the group. If you follow our group, the Freedom Guild, Um, I didn't talk to anybody really back home on my phone. And so um, I accomplished some of my goals. But I found myself the whole time on vacation um, thinking about, yeah, this is nice. This is wonderful. This is great. But... When I get home, I have to do X, Y, and Z. Or I didn't accomplish this before I left. Or when I get back, I have to be here, there, everywhere, and have this, this, and this done. 
oh, when I get back, I haven't put together this program or talked to this person or have recorded a podcast in a while or, and I just drove myself not so, you guys. I literally went as far as to open up my notes in my phone and I had an ongoing list of things that I was going to do when I got home. Mind, body, soul, housework, business, what you name it. I mean, I had a mile-long list of stuff that I needed to accomplish at home. And, I mean, it didn't even dawn on me. I just totally thought this was okay. I thought it was cool. I thought it was normal. And I was thinking ahead and doing all this stuff. Um, but now, of course, I look back um, and I'm just like, I, I couldn't even allow myself to just be in the moment. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of wonderful moments that I was able to release and just sit back and enjoy. But I couldn't even take so much as two days off without thinking of priorities and business and clients and money and everything else that I needed to do. And, um... When I get to my situation here in a bit, I, it, it all makes sense, but I it just is amazing to me that I couldn't even slow down for more than a couple days at a time. So um, rest is really something that I struggle with. And in the last several months, not only along with rest, and this is a super vulnerable moment for me, you guys. Nobody, especially who is quote unquote in the spotlight or has listeners or coaches people, wants to admit their faults or their dark side or things that they struggle with. I know I preach a lot on authenticity, but if you have ever put yourself out there, no matter what type of situation that you're in, you know that it's not always easy, right? It's not always easy to be vulnerable. It's not always easy to say the things that you're struggling with or having a hard time with. And so when I made a post today on this stuff, um, I actually, you guys, had a podcast and my notes all scheduled out, but I decided that this message was more important. It was more urgent. Um, it was more valuable for the headspace of the moment that I was in right now. So I made a post on my Facebook about the two things that I realized that I've been struggling with in the past several months. And one of those is rest, like I just spoke about, and the other has been diet. Um, I have, my entire life, have had an issue with food. Um, I was on medication when I was younger. I was very overweight. I got teased a lot. That started very, very young, around the third grade. If you've known me all my life and you dig up a picture from the third grade, you'll see this poor chubby little baby because I was on this asthma medication. And it just, I mean, I don't even recognize myself. And so that started um, what I feel is a lifelong battle with food and eating disorders. And I spent the better part of my teenage years from my junior year in high school all the way on up until now um, with an eating disorder. Um, and I don't want to blame like my history or who said what to me or, you know, how it came about. We are in control of our minds. But the thing is, is once you develop this certain thing, it never goes away. It's not something that you can just shut off. It's a chemical imbalance disorder that's in your brain forever. And it's really a lifelong battle. And so um, 
I've obviously done fairly well with myself for a while, but I've noticed, especially in the last year, that I've really struggled with fueling my body the way that it deserves, with the way that I feel and portray myself on the outside. I wasn't respecting my body. I haven't been respecting my body with what I put on the inside. And um, yes, my eating disorder and my lifelong battle has to do with some of that because I'm a very all or nothing person and I have to really find the middle line whenever it comes to that. Um, but rest and diet, those are the two things that have been nagging at my soul and that have been tugging at my heartstrings and have been constantly in the forefront of my mind and I have just been, you know, it's one of those things where you keep going back to it and you keep thinking, man, if this keeps coming up in my brain, then clearly I need to do something about it. I need to do something differently. I need to make changes, right? But the thing is, is that I wasn't making changes. I kept falling back into my same patterns. And for my diet pattern, it was basically like, if I tried to restrict myself at all in the last year because it's been such a rough year, I'd go to the opposite end of the spectrum and I wouldn't eat anything. And so then I was like, well, I can't do that. That's not healthy. And so then I'd go back and I would just eat anything and everything I wanted and drink anything and everything I wanted and tell myself that that was okay, which is not. And I know it's not, but in the last year, I've really had a struggle with finding the right balance. And um, I've obviously, um, I don't want to say obviously, but for those of you who know me, I do have a Peloton. I love my Peloton. I love working out. Love working out. I love lifting weights. I love riding my bike. I love doing yoga. Um, you name it, pretty much anything. I love doing it. I love the endorphins that you get from working out. I love the way my body feels. I love to move and sweat, but uh, attached to that was the notion that I could just eat and do anything that I wanted so long as I was working out two to seven days a week. And I really was. I've been riding my bike, um, and I used that as an excuse to not focus on my diet, to not fuel my body the way that it deserves to be fueled, to say, oh, I can go out and I can drink and I can eat just as long as I hop on that Peloton and sweat it out and burn those calories, right? But for those of you who are at this stage in my life, um, with me, we all know, or maybe you don't know, and I'm here to tell you that you can't out exercise a bad diet, not at this stage in life. It is so important to focus on what you are putting in your body and how you're respecting your body from the inside out. And so I was reverting back to those old habits of also working out for hours and hours, just thinking that I could burn off anything and that it was going to make a positive change in my body. And that's not the case, you guys. That's not the case at this age. It's not the case a lot of the times when you've had kids. Um, our bodies change. Our hormones change. It's just a completely different ballgame. So it's kind of the same with my issue with rest. I would kind of rest and be like, oh, I'm going on vacation. But I would never shut off my mind. I, was, I wore my accomplishments and my work and my busyness and my businesses and oh, being impressive and you do all these things like a badge of honor. I used it to cover up emotions. It's just another form of almost like an addiction in a way where you are using this one thing to cope with and cover up another area of your life that you are not dealing with. 
right? And I was very good at doing that in ways of not dealing with myself, of not dealing with my health, and of making it an excuse of, I can't rest because I'm too busy, okay? And I say that to my clients a lot too. It's not all about the hustle. It's about being in alignment and knowing that you are where you are supposed to be at and letting it all flow to you. I have totally been neglecting that principle in my life that I teach to other people, but I've been neglecting it in my own life. And even though I've had this nagging sensation for a long time regarding rest and this nagging sensation uh, of my life as far as diet goes, I knew these things weren't right. I knew I wasn't walking the walk. I knew I wasn't playing the game the right way. But I kept making excuses for not making changes. So the point of me telling you all this and being super vulnerable and telling you what I struggle with is because I'm going to tell you that when you feel that nagging in your heart and whenever you feel like the universe is trying to tell you something, it is going to figure out a way to get you on the right path whether you like it or not. If you aren't listening to those nudges and you aren't listening to what the universe is telling you, it'll figure out a much harder way to get you to that point to wake you up and be like, oh, shit, I better take a step back and listen. And so um, I've been stubborn and I've been neglecting these things that I knew that has been nudging and pulling on my heart. And so while on vacation, I had a boating accident. And it was something so silly that I thought didn't mean anything. Me and my friend were getting off a big uh, sailboat into a smaller speedboat. And the speedboat was taking us up to the shore. And we get up to the shore. My two friends hop out ahead of us, my sister and her friend. And then me and my other friend were stood up to get out of the boat. And a huge wave came and hit the boat. My friend actually fell overboard. And I managed to brace myself, but I ended up kicking the side of the boat in one of probably the most painful things I've felt in my life. Um, I could barely walk all night that night, but I went out to dinner and went out anyways because we were in Costa Rica. Like, why not? And then the next day, it was so swollen and I was in so much pain that... My friend was like, you know, we need to get you to the doctor or hospital or something. And so we went to this urgent care that was in the town that we were staying in. And these people, you guys, they were so, so wonderful. I was so very impressed with all the care um, medically that I received in Costa Rica. And this girl just sat on the floor and cradled my foot in her lap. And she was like, oh, honey, she goes, we, this is just an urgent care we don't have x-rays and this is broke. <laughs> and so I had, we had to pack up. I had to get to the car again. We drove 20 minutes away to the nearest hospital. Long story short, I had to sit there. I had to get x-rays. I had to be wheeled around in a wheelchair. They wouldn't let me walk. The doctor came in. He spoke very good English. He was absolutely wonderful. I don't think I'll ever forget his name. Dr. Jose David, if you're out there, I appreciate you. And he showed me the x-ray and he was like, you have two fractures in your foot. You have a piece of bone floating around and you need to stay off of this as much as possible. Here is a boot. Here is a wheelchair and you will need surgery when you get home. <laughs> and I just stared at him 
and broke down in tears, you guys, like howling, sobbing tears. And this poor guy <laughs> had to deal with me breaking down in his office while we were there by ourselves. And he was like, did you come alone? And my friend came in there in the room and consoled me. So anyways, I was just devastated, you guys. I've never had a surgery before other than like tubes in my ears when I was little and my C-section for my daughter, which you're awake for. And I was just petrified. And the first thought that went through my mind whenever this happened was, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for surgery. I can't do this. I can't sit around on my butt. I can't ride around in a wheelchair or be in a cast. And... You know, right or wrong, it is what it is. That's exactly where my brain went. That was exactly my mentality. And I, I'm not going to lie. I've spent two solid days, maybe even three, pouting and being very, very, very bummed out and upset with myself. And in the back of my mind, I kept pulling myself out of it. And I kept thinking, you know what? There's a reason for this. There has to be a reason for this. You got to start thinking a different way. But it was so hard because this is, you know, pride myself on this is who I am. This is what I do. And it wasn't until I was talking to someone very special to me and they said, you know, like you aren't broken. You aren't limited. And, and he specifically said, enjoy this new opportunity to learn more about yourself and all that you can do. You are not limited nor stuck. You just need time to heal. Those words hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> I was speechless, just like I did there. Like I stuttered, like I didn't know what to say. And I was just so overwhelmed. And I meditated on those words for a while. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, like this is just a season in my life. The more I thought about it, the more I went back to these two principles of the things that I have been dying to do but kept making up excuses of why I couldn't or kept making up um, reasons of, oh, this is just who I am. I don't need to rest and I don't need to diet and I don't need to watch what I eat. That's BS, you guys. If it wasn't on my heart and if it wasn't nudging me, then obviously there's a reason for it, right? It was constantly nudging me. It was constantly on my heart. And I just wouldn't do anything about it. And so the universe made dang sure that I had, in this two little broken toes, that I had to do something about my situation. Right? So this situation totally, my broken foot that I haven't even been to the doctor yet for here in the States. I'm going in a couple of days. But I am just here as a personal testimony to tell you that when you feel these things on your heart, that is something, the universe out there telling you, you need to pay attention to this. You need to do something about this. This needs to change. You need to do something different. You need to do something better. And when you ignore those things for a constant time period and the universe knows what path you're supposed to be on and you are just not taking it for whatever reason, most of the time just to be stubborn and because you're being lazy and complacent and you don't want to make a change, the universe will make damn sure that you make a change. And so I sat back after I heard those words and I said, I have two options. I can continue on the path that I'm continuing on, not rest hurt my foot even more, and potentially have lifelong consequences because of it. I can keep eating like crap, knowing that there's very limited things that I can do as far as working out and mobility go. Or 
I can do what I've been supposed to be doing and paying attention to all along and kick my foot up and let it rest, take a step back, read some books, live in the moment and not keep worrying about X, Y, and Z and start practicing the stuff that I preach about being in flow and being in alignment and having fun with my business and having fun um, with my daughter when she gets home and having fun helping serve the people that I'm supposed to be serving. I can start fueling my body with the foods that I know that are supposed to be in there. And I can start fueling my body with clean energy and stop drinking alcohol altogether, if not so much, and start treating my body and fueling it from the inside out the way that it deserves to be treated and the way that I know, filling it with the things that I know that it needs to have. And so after uh, my three days of pity partiness, um... I talked to a friend. I've got some upper body workouts that I can do just to appease myself saying that I'm moving my body in some way. I had a chair dance party today in my kitchen. I had online groceries delivered so I wouldn't have to walk through the grocery store or use one of those motorized scooters. And I prepped my meals this morning. I've eaten extremely well all day. I cooked myself dinner tonight. And you guys, I feel amazing. And I know that this is just the beginning of my journey, especially if I'm required to have surgery. I know that um, this is the beginning uh, catalyst to a change that has been needing to happen for well over a year in some cases. And I didn't want to listen. And I didn't want to do the things that I needed to do. So I really hope that you take this as a lesson and you take it from me. Start listening to those nudges in your mind. Start listening to what the universe is telling you. Quit putting it off. Quit thinking that you can't do anything about it. Quit being complacent. Start doing those things. Because if you don't, I can almost guarantee you that the universe is going to completely rock your world and do something that sets you on the right path and makes you do those things that you're putting off or that you're not doing to begin with. Okay, and I know um, I was talking to a friend today that has actually dealt with a medical malpractice suit and um, she has dealt with a lot more health issues than I have probably had to deal with in the last 10 years. Um, her name is Kelly Ann Gorman. She actually helped me set up and produce this podcast. If you want to check her out, she's at the Happy Workaholic. But anyways, I was talking to her today. I was like, girl, like I know you've been through so much health things I said but so I I feel dumb kind of complaining about the situation that I'm in but at the same token like this is really huge for me the universe knew that this was going to knock me on my ass the universe knew that I was going to be mentally and very emotionally torn up and upset over this the universe knew it but I also knew that I needed it so basically what I'm saying is I kind of act like it's a big deal to me because it is. Everything is relative. But I also can look at other people in their situations and what they've been through and look at my situation and be like, gee, other people out there have had it worse and look how far they've come and look all the things that look at all the things that they've been able to accomplish. And so it puts me in this energetic moment of not just gratitude, but of hopefulness and a motivation saying if these strong, amazing women can do it, 
do much worse and much harder things than I've had to deal with, then certainly I can deal with this dang broken foot, right? So again, even though I'm complaining, I feel like I have a little bit of a right to complain, but I also know at the end of the day, I am very, very grateful and that most people suffer with a lot worse and have been through a lot worse. And it really helps me put it in perspective too. So if there's a situation out there that you're going through, I just pray that each and every single one of you can look at it with a different perspective, number one, and be super grateful that someone else out there definitely has it worse and has overcome much, much more. And number two, that you realize that there is a lesson, that there is some growth to be had in this situation, that there is something that you need to be dealing with and changing in your life to redirect your path, okay? I just pray that you realize those things and that you can turn and get on the right path and that you know that the universe is trying to tell you something and get motivated and get in a state of gratefulness, gratitude, growth, and be ready to kick some butt and be ready to do whatever it is you know that you need to be doing so that you can come out on the other side a better version of yourself. And that's what I plan on doing. If you hear me complain, remind me to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but really, it's 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 all relative, you guys. And there is growth in these hard seasons. And I just want you to remember that and take a hold of that and appreciate the growth that is coming your way in an uncomfortable situation. Okay? Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take a moment to review and subscribe on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. If you are looking for a community dedicated and obsessed with helping women entrepreneurs build the life and business of their dreams, I have just the place for you. Head on over to Facebook and join the Freedom Guild Facebook group. We would love to have you. Whether you're just starting out, have no idea what you want to create, need a massive revamp, or just in need of a supportive community, this is where you want to be. For more information on the show and the Freedom Guild brand, visit DestinationFreedomThePodcast.com or follow me on Facebook at Monica Burgett, Instagram at Monica.Burgett, or just email me at TheFreedomGuild at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back with a new show next week.